Barassi's a mile in front, 100 metres left to run. Five, six clear. Pure Paradise runs to second, but it's all Barassi. Barassi won it in a canter. Five lengths. Pure Paradise. Goodness seven. gracious me, Barassi scorching along there at the Gold Coast. Could have probably broken the track record had been fully extended. Was just outside the track record, as we know, on a good four, a track that certainly had a lot of rain. Uh, leading into that particular meeting last weekend. It's <laughs> the punt. It can be difficult, can't it, at times. Uh, Barassi, we know that took him a long time to get to the races. His first start, Doombin, a few weeks ago. He started $1.55. He got run over. And on the weekend, he got up to $8 from four sixty and won like a twos on chance. Goodness gracious, Toby Edmonds. How are you, Toby? Stephen, how are you going? Good, thank you. Just back to his debut. What was your assessment of that with Barassi? It was pretty poor, to be fair. Um, it was a bit of an anticlimax, I thought. And, um, yeah, I'm not sure what happened that day, but he didn't didn't race well. Obviously, he's taken a world of benefit. Was he carrying a bit of condition or something going into the first start? Obviously, he's a he's a solid-looking horse, isn't he? He is, yeah. I don't know whether it's condition. Um, yeah, perhaps it was. Who knows? Anyway, that's, that's in the past. He, he'd done the job Saturday, which was the main thing. He did change his shoes, which, which could have helped. He had a big, heavy set of heart bars on the other day, so we changed those over to three quarters, and um, that possibly could have been it. Just why the nose roll? Uh, we just think um, it helped him concentrate a bit more. We, um, you know, he's always looking at stuff and that. He's not a blinker horse, obviously. We're a bit keen for that, and um, we just thought that might just help him concentrate a tad. How was he in the yard being an entire Barassi? No, he's no problem. He's, he doesn't know he's an entire, to be fair. That's why he's still a cop. Or, or, yeah, that's why he's still got, um, got everything there. And uh, he's got such a uh, placid nature. Beautiful horse. As we know, you had a lot to do with the old man, I Am Invincible. Any similarities at all? No, he's as close a horse as I've seen to I Am Invincible, to be fair. Um, I mean, not, not quite as heavy as him, but not far off it. Uh, that's what, one of the reasons why I bought him. I thought he was the closest one I'd seen to him for, for a long time. Trent was showing me, your son Trent was showing me some photos recently of I Invincible at the stable there, you know, saying how big he was up top, but he had very small hooves. Yes, he did. So that was his issue. He was um, he was uh, probably a 630-kilo-odd horse with a size two pair, pair of boots, so that was against him a bit. But, um, yeah, certainly didn't stop him in the, in the breeding barn. And that's what this horse has had problems with, his hooves? Yeah, he's, he's completely different him, though. He's a quarter crack, so um, it, it takes a lot of, you know, the farrier's got to do a, you know, it's like every time he comes to shoot him, it's like a three-hour job, so um, a bit of, you know, a bit of maintenance there, but now we're on top of it, pretty confident um, there will be no, no stress going forward. Gee, that long. What does he do with the horse? Oh, he's got equicast, he's got to, you know, uh, he's got to stitch, stitch his quarter crack, he's got to, you know, a lot, lot of stuff he's got to do. Which hooves, or is all of them? Sorry, yeah, I am. No, that's all right. I'm just saying, which hooves are the, the main issue with him? Okay, so his right front was his, his, um, his initial issue. It's his good foot now. So, the, you know, the farrier's done a great job there, and the horse has recovered good from that. Then, he, then after his trial at Durban, first up, his first trial back, he split his, his, um, his uh, sorry, his left front was his, originally his worst foot. Um, it's now his good foot. His right front is, uh, is now his issue foot. He, he split that in a um, trial at Durban. Well, how long can you manage this for, Toby, with Barassi? Ah, uh, no, no, he's going out for a little break now, so it'll tidy it'll tidy itself up, and quite confident going forward, he'll be fine. Um, still have to look at it and keep an eye on it, but um, you know, uh, this day and age, what they can do with with feet, 
is uh, is amazing. So um, yeah, he's fine now. A gelding called Hassan Eagle broke the track record 1100 at the coast. I know it was a different surface, and it's, been, it's changed a bit since then with the cambers and all the changes. But one one oh one seven four was the record back in 2016. So this horse one oh one eight zero. Were you surprised that sort of time given the rain we've had? Um, no, this track's a magnificent track. Like seriously, it's uh, for such a new track to be able to perform like that that Saturday. I thought was uh, credit to everyone who everyone involved. Um, and uh, it just goes, just highlights the, the work they've put into it and the drainage works. Um, like they galloped on it yesterday morning after having 30 or 40 mil on, on it on Monday night. So, and it, and it performed really well as, uh, as well. So, yeah, it's, I think you'll find it's going to be a great track in time. Still take a little while to settle down, but um, certainly going forward, it's going to be fantastic. What's it like this morning? Well, I had a lot of rain this morning. Um, down here, starting to clear up a little, a uh, bit of heat around. So, uh, yeah, sort of like it, like it's summer, I suppose. Still in the heavy range. Um, yeah, I, I don't know whether that, that'd be the case, but possibly. Mm. Yeah, Navesh was joining us yesterday. He's just saying it was in the heavy range. Just with Craig Williams, what did he say? Obviously, you know, he, he gives a great assessment of the horses. What did he say post Barassi's win? Yeah, no, Craig's very professional, as you know, and um, you know, he's he was very complimentary. Um, Obviously, it's only a maiden, only a maiden, so he needs to take the next step, which I think he can. Uh, but you know, he, he said he's got a future, which is which is good. He's now five year old, so we wouldn't have kept him this long and persevered if we didn't know he had some some good ability, not just ability. Um, so, you know, we just look look to the future now. No hoof problems, of course. He trialed brilliantly. His first ever trial was officially in March 2021. No problems. You know, where does he end up, this horse, in your opinion? Oh, it's not from. I can't can't predict that. I, I think he would have been, you know, he would have been racing at a decent level. But you know, that's really, really neither here nor there. Now we'll, we'll see what he does in the future. Okay. So how were the who's post the race? What was the farrier? Okay. What did he? Great. Pulled up super. Um, I went and had a look at him straight after the race, which is the best best guide. Uh, he's put held together, which um, which we're comfortable. We're, we're on the right track now. Okay. All right. So when do we see him again? Uh, going for a little break now to let that all settle down and um, you won't see until the autumn. Okay. And calming influence, of course, the mum, she was very talented. She won over $300,000. Who selected him at the yearling sale all those years ago? Can you remember back that far? This colt? Yeah. I did. Yeah, you did. 300 Yep. Yep. And who named yep. him Barassi? Uh, just the ownership group do, do a vote and um, goes into a, I think, you know, on a point system and um, obviously... Obviously, there's uh, one of the owners in there that's a um, huge AFL supporter, so they, they wanted a name after Ron Barassi, so that's, that's how that name came about. It wasn't Paul Falgate, was it? No, it wasn't, no. Mm. He, he would have called him Wally Lewis. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> just in regards to Alpine Edge, uh, Toby, uh, I just looked at his sectionals. He ran eighth last start, but he was the quickest 600, 400, 200 home. Is he going to run on the weekend? He is. He runs in the cutest race. Um, he's been set for that race all along, and... He's ticking over nicely. He, I loved his run the other day in the foul line. He's got home really strong uh, from a, another bad barrier. Hopefully we can draw soft um, on Saturday and give us a give us some sort of chance against um, Rob Heathcote's good horse. Rob Fire? Yes. All right. So, of course, he's third up, is he, on the weekend, Alpine Edge? He's third up, yeah, and, and that, that, that suits him. Um, he's, uh, as I mentioned, he's been set for the race, so he's good to go. When the meeting was moved to last year, it was a Thursday, wasn't it? You won 
the first race. Was it with this guy from memory? He did, yeah. He won the, he won the same race last year. So um, hopefully go back to back. Yeah, he box seated for James McDonald, didn't he? He did. He, he did. And, and James rode him beautifully and he finished off strong. On a softish track too. Yes, another soft track. So it should, you know, he handles most surfaces, so that's all good. Okay. And what about Valmaster? He had to do a bit of work on it, so the lead on the weekend. What do you make of that um, with him? Yeah, just uh, we rode the track. And, well, we rode what we thought was the track instead of instead of riding him as as he as he races. Yeah, best, the vowels, you know? I'm sorry. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we rode we rode the track thinking, you know, everyone was sort of thinking it had to be up on the speed. Well, I think I think you have a look at the race. The races, most of the best horses are up on the speed. That's why they won. Uh, Two horses did come from well back in the field, and, and they were too good for them as well. So I think the track was pretty fair, to, to be honest. Burning Bell today? Yeah, she should run well. Heavy track, late in the day. Hopefully, uh, she's drawn soft, but she, she's ready to run well. All right, she's by Ballast Spray. Yes. And just with Trent Edmonds, of course, when does he officially leave? Uh, and re, you know, him wanting to do this, go to Packenham and train in his own right and give it a real crack. When did he yes. tell you that news, and what, what was your initial thought? No, I was, I was sort of proud that he, he, he wanted it. He's been wanting to do it for a long time, so I'm glad that he uh, decided to take the jump, which is credit to him, and um, he's going to get a long road ahead of him, but hopefully he'll work hard and, and um, get the support he deserves. It's a bold move, isn't it? Yes and no. He's only young, so it'll do him the world of good. Yeah. Well, you tackled some big targets uh, when you were young, didn't you? Very ambitious. Yes, yeah, you've got to be, otherwise you second. All right. And a couple of horses, could you send him down a couple that might be suited down that in, in yeah. that environment? Yes. Not just yet, but possibly in the future, yeah. All right. When, when does he actually leave? Um, Sunday. All right. Will you look at another training partner down the track? Maybe. Um, that's, you know, we've got to discuss that and see, see what, what we've got here and the future of everything and um, see what's happening. And what about the sales yesterday? Uh, we got a couple, couple, three actually, put some really nice horses, but a lovely blue point colt um, and a and a really nice grey King's Legacy filly. So, um, yeah, quite excited by them. And um, Archer Park bought a, um, another King's Legacy as well. Beautiful filly. They've got a terrific strike rate, haven't they? Who selects all their yearlings? Is it a team effort, Archer Park? I think it's a team effort, yeah. They rely on trainers and they, I think um, a few other guys, you know, have a look at them as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, they do a good job. Yep, and you don't have to spend his fortune. I know we've spoken about the Hoots and story so many times, but she was just over 100, wasn't she? She was, yeah. yeah. 105, so she was cheap. Yeah. Anyway, lovely to see Barassi do that for the stable on the weekend. Thanks for joining us, Toby. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, Bye. Toby Edmonds telling us all about the horse that sped along there on the weekend, uh, put a gap in rivals, a big betting drifter, but as I said, won easily, 10180. And the track record on the on the previous track before it was uh, the new grass went down, the cambers and all that was 10174. As I said, Hudson Eagle back Jan 2016. I think that was uh, Patrick Payne uh, for the big syndicate, of course, uh, that particular year with, with Hudson Eagle. But Alpine Edge, yeah, look out for him, hopefully to run some sort of race on the weekend. As Toby mentioned, uh, he won this race. Favourite putters were cheering. Uh, when they moved the meeting, uh, we had a couple of races run on the Saturday and it was too wet. And then the first of the reruns on the Thursday was the QTIS race. And James McDonald box seated Alpine Edge and he got the money. He started $2.70. He beat F Troop and Dr. Why Not? His weight was 55 and a half kilograms last year. But as I said, you look at those sectionals last day, he ran eighth behind Zarastro. Yeah, quickest 600, 33.62, 422.67 quickest and 
79 quickest. Give you an idea, Zarastro, the winner went 33.97, Alpine Edge 33.62. So his run was much better than it might appear on paper, uh, making up ground late uh, from back in the field. So hopefully he can be in the money there somewhere by better than ready.